following podcast is brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Welcome to Confessing the Faith, a theological and devotional walk through the 1689 Baptist Confession. I am your host, Sam Waldron, one of the pastors of Grace Reformed Baptist Church in Owensboro, Kentucky, and president of Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Once more in this talk, we come to chapter 8 of the 1689, which is entitled, Of Christ the Mediator one of the longest and certainly one of the most important chapters of the confession. And this is our fifth podcast on this chapter. In this podcast, we come to the sinless integrity of the mediator. Both the 1689 and the Creed of Chalcedon plainly affirm this sinless integrity. The 1689 says the Son of God did take upon him man's nature with all the essential properties and common infirmities thereof, yet without sin. Chalcedon likewise says that Christ is made like us in all things except sin. Now, no heresies denied this in the early church, but it has been blasphemously questioned by liberals and others in our corrupt modern era. But it is substantiated by 12 clear texts in the Word of God, which speak of the glory of the sinless integrity of our Savior. Let me review them briefly for you, because they give a wonderful picture of the spotless integrity of our Lord. Isaiah 53, 9, His grave was assigned with wicked men, yet he was with a rich man in his death, because he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. Luke 1, 35, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. Only this child of all human children was holy. And holy is applied to Christ in another place in Luke 4.34, where he is called the Holy One of God. John 8.46 has the question of Jesus, which one of you convicts me of sin? If I speak truth, why do you not believe me? Sin is lawlessness, but not even his enemies could convict him of any lawlessness, any violation of God's law. Remember that this is said to the Jews, his avowed enemies. They can find nothing of which to accuse him, nothing which would carry even their own consciences. John 14.30, the rule of the world is coming, and he has nothing in me. The NIV puts it this way. He has no hold on me. The RSV says he has no power over me. The ESV says he has no claim on me. And these different English translations simply bring out the assertion of sinless integrity in John 14.30. Romans 8.3 is very interesting. For what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did, sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and as an offering for sin, He condemns sin in the flesh. Let's pause here and think about the care with which Paul said this. He says that the Son came in the likeness of sinful flesh. Consider what this phrase does not say and what it does say. What does Paul not say? He does not say that Christ came in the flesh. That was true, but possibly misleading because Paul had been using the term flesh for sinful nature in the previous verses. Notice he does not say that he came in sinful flesh. Well, Paul would have thought that to be downright false. Notice that it does not say that he came in the likeness of flesh. 
That would also be flaw, false. He had real flesh, not the likeness of flesh. What does Paul say? He says that he came in the likeness of sinful flesh. That's true. That's sufficient. When Paul wrote it, he probably said, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I want to say. He came in the likeness of sinful flesh. His flesh was like sinful flesh, except for the sin. 2 Corinthians 5.21, he made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Of course, the text surprises us. He made him to be sin. But notice that Paul does not say a sinner, but sin. God the Father made his innocent son the object of his wrath and judgment. That's Philip Hughes' uh, comment on it. Prior to this, Christ knew no sin. He had no experience at all of sin or of the frown of God in a sinner's conscience. Hebrews 4.15, he is a high priest who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. There was temptation, yes, but there was no sin. Hebrews 7.26, he was a high priest, holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners and exalted above the heavens. And then we come to uh, a text that uh, speaks of, of him offering himself, Hebrews 9.14. How much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works? Without blemish, he offered himself. And 1 Peter 1.19 is similar. But with precious blood, Christ offered himself as of a lamb unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. 1 Peter 2.22 echoes Isaiah 53.9, who committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. 1 John 3.5, he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. The eschatological character of this verse demands that we think of perfect sinlessness. The preceding verse defines sin. Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. But in Christ, there is no lawlessness at all. No, no lawlessness of heart, of tongue, or of life. What conclusions follow from this biblical truth? Well, through we, we learn that though Christ's humanity was sinless, it was subject to the effects of the curse. We learned that though Christ's humanity was sinless, it was subject to temptations, onslaught. He could be, he was tempted. Christ was absolutely sinless. We also learned this, according not, to, not according to fallible human standards, corrupt human standards, Christ was absolutely sinless according to the perfect standard of God's holy law. Also, we learned that sinlessness was a necessary prerequisite of Christ's substitutionary sacrifice before God. And finally, we learn that sinlessness was an essential component of Christ's imputed righteousness before God. Thank you for listening to Confessing the Faith on the Man of God Network, brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. CBTS is a confessional Reformed Baptist seminary which provides affordable online theological education to help the church in its calling to train faithful men for the gospel ministry. To learn more about how you can partner with us, 
in providing informed scholarship with pastoral heart, visit cbtseminary.org.